Yo, are you thinking about starting your own podcast? It's really easy to do. All you need is anchor.fm. That's where I host my podcast. And let me tell you why. Because number one, it's free. Number two, there are tools that they have on their website or in the app that doesn't crash on me all the time like the other hosting service I was using. You can do it right from your phone or your computer. They distribute it for you to Spotify, Apple, Google, lots more. And you can make money. Hello. And you don't have to have a minimum listenership. So even if you're small potatoes like me, you're just getting started. You can make money right now. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Yes, I think the music machine could take a question. Okay. And I have a very special guest with me here today. Craig Lava. Craig Lava, yes, who's here with me on my very first episode. So, Craig Lava, tell us how you got your name. Ah, well, I saw this kid named something, and <laughs> I named this little girl Craig, and I'm Craig Lava. Because she loves that little girl. Now, as some background, um, my daughter here and her stepsister, they went to this pumpkin patch I took them to, and there was this cute little, probably like, what, three-year-old, two-year-old little girl with curly hair, and her pants were unbuttoned and falling off. <laughs> and she was in one of these big tubes that you roll back and forth in like a hamster. And uh, my two little girls decided to name her Craig. <laughs> And the, fortunately, when the mom walked up, the mom was like, cool, because I know that some moms would have been like very put off by that. But then she, the mom started calling her Craig. So it, it all worked out. So this is my first episode. I have an interview with a very special exclusive guest. Uh, n- not as special and exclusive as uh, Craig Lover here, but <laughs> special nonetheless. Savage Five out of Brooklyn, New York, who's an upcoming rapper and has made it pretty big so far. So we have a really interesting interview. We're talking about literally everything from past lives to Lil Wayne to, you know, women in the industry and back on down to growing up in the 80s and 90s. And Craig Lover here is already bored. Uh, wh- who's your favorite rapper, Craig Lover? <laughs> I. <laughs> <laughs> Did you just say I? I. I don't know them. No. Who's your favorite? Who's your favorite rapper? Well, say something about your mom here. What is she? What is she into? About? She likes the sounds. She likes the sounds. Okay. Anything else? Do you know who she likes the most? Or little older bastard. Older bastard. <laughs> That's true. That's one of my top twenty, probably. You know a lot of Rupers. I know a lot of Rupers. What are you reading about there? I'm reading 10 questions for J.K. Rowling. If I was going to be a rapper with a Harry Potter name, what would it be? Um, you would be Peeves. Peeves? Peeves. Is that a person from Harry Potter? Yeah, but it's only in the book. Actually, I don't know how to say it, but it looks like it. Uh, That sounds right. Sounds like a Harry... Okay, you know what you would be? Who... You would be DJ Muggles. Why? <laughs> I'm just kidding. 
It's an insult to be a muggle, I guess, in, in nerd circles. All right, you would be Little Dobby. Little Dobby. Little Dobby. Little Dobby Bobby. That's enough of that. On to our interview. Uh, thank you for listening to this very first episode of Troy's show. And please follow us on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not you. You can't have You can call me. No, you can't call her. No, you cannot have her phone. No. All right. We got to go. On to the interview. I'll, I'll, you can find links to whatever my social media is. Bye. Brooklyn, New York, the most dangerous city. Bright light, late night, my head are with me. Barclay, fight night, R.I.P. Biggie. Not from New York, better watch where you walk. One place the wrong time, they gon' line you in chalk. You born in Brooklyn, then you born with heart. We don't play games, you get lined in the park. You ride in the night, you load in the Glock. We run in the block, the borough unlocked. Watch how it get dropped, watch how it get popped. The better go pop, I was talking by my pop. Son of a shooter, yeah, I am a shooter. Aiming the chopper, aiming the Ruger, aiming the llama. Ain't from a doula, they don't want drama. Don't let them fool you. Yo, it's Savage Bob, you know, I'm from Brooklyn. I rap, I do a little bit of the acting, not too much, but a little bit. Um, Savage Five, the whole history behind Savage Five is that, you know, I have five rap personalities. I feel like I got five past lives. I'm always getting deja vu, even when I go to, like, different countries that I supposedly never been to. Um, yeah. So, you know, that's the whole Savage Five concept, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I had no idea that was the, the deal behind it. So, like, what what countries have you gone to where you feel like you have deja vu? Um, like Colombia, like all the whole time I was in Colombia, it was like, oh, I've done this before. Or like I was with my cousin and I'd be like, yo, around this corner, there's a statue of the Virgin Mary. Never been here before. And we get yeah. around the corner and the statue is like literally sitting right there. Yeah, I did that like twice. So I'm like, there's a statue of the Virgin Mary around here. There's a statue of like one of the popes. I can't remember, but I know it's over here somewhere. And my cousin's looking That's at me crazy. all crazy. Um, we got there. I couldn't speak Spanish at all. I was huh. semi-fluent within a week. It was crazy. It was like, wow. I was like, oh, wait, I know this language. Um, yeah. Same um, thing in Egypt. When I went to Egypt, okay. it was like a lot of the same. Um, yeah, it was just crazy. Like knowing where yeah. landmarks are and like the language part too? Nah, the, the language in Egypt, I... I but we speak Arabic or... I, I don't think I don't think they, they have, speak the old language sorry. anymore over there. Exactly, I think they speak like new new age Arabic. So it's like it's yeah. way it's different. Like mm-hmm. I I knew some words, but not really. It wasn't it's not the same. Yeah. But, oh yeah, um, that's that's. What, I think yeah. it's a little more difficult to pick up than Spanish too. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's that's crazy. Um, yeah. So. How long have you, like, had this concept? Or how long, I guess, have you known that you had, like, these different, like, personalities that you wanted to, to like, get um, out like that? I feel like I feel like my whole life, like, my whole life I've just always been torn between different directions. And I've always wondered, like, why am I torn? But now I kind of, like, understand it a little bit better. Mm-hmm. So now I feel like as long as I get to express all of them, they're all yeah. one to one towards the same goal now, but before, yeah. like, my life was crazy. Like, I would do something for two years, and then I would get extremely bored with it, and I'd quit, and I'd go get another job or something like that, and it's like yeah. I couldn't keep my head on straight. So this is, like, the first time I can actually keep my head on straight these last, like, three, four years. Have you read, like, The 48 Laws of Power? If you talk to 50 Cent, he preaches about that book, like, all the time. 
Um, I, I, we haven't gotten into that though, but yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, on interviews and stuff that I've seen, and him and um, a few other people that have made it pretty big, because well, it's a great book. You should totally pick it up. But it's not something you just read through. It's like got forty-eight, I guess, different tips and stuff. Mm-hmm. But one of them's like um, visualizing yourself, like self-visualization, which which appears in other writings and people talk about how you won't actually realize your full potential until you visualize something that, like, you know, jibes with who you are. And once you imagine it, you just keep picturing yourself in that situation, and it kind of, like, makes it come true. I'm not probably saying it the right way, but that's the idea behind it, you know. If you want something, you just picture yourself in that situation over and over, and it happens. Do you believe in stuff like that? Yeah, my like, my biggest motto is claim and entertain it. Like, Mm -hmm. I feel like you have to vocally and put that energy out into the world and into the universe mm-hmm. to get it. And if right. that's what 50 Cent believes in, what you're just talking about, I do that all the time. Like, I think, yeah. like, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that, and then it just happens. It's like, you know, like if you can't see yourself doing it, why, why would anyone else see you doing it, you know? Right, right. And it's kind of like, yeah, like you said, like the energy you put out there. But I think a lot of it, too, is like, okay, say, I think I saw Jim Carrey talking about this, actually, or maybe Will Smith or one of those they uh, say, well, I just wanted a really, I wanted a certain kind of car, so I just kept imagining myself driving that car, or I'd, like, visualize the car, like, over and over. And then, they, I guess, within, like, a year or six months, boom, they got the yeah. car. So it's, it's kind of weird yeah. how that works. But I, you were talking about, like, um, you know, you, you would start a project, get bored with it, start. I think a lot of people can relate to that in some way or another, but I'm personally, like, that's how I am. Like, with jobs or hobbies or whatever. And I feel, like, most drawn to, like, doing this podcast out of pretty much anything that I've done. And I don't know why. It seems, like, counterintuitive to everything I should be doing right now, kind of, sort of, you know? <laughs> like, and not like it's a waste of time, but it's just, like, okay, you know, there are more pressing issues, you know what I mean? So I think because I feel so drawn to it, there's something about it or it itself is, like, I'm supposed to do it. And that's kind of like what you're saying, right? It's like, this yeah, is I mean, just fate. The best thing I feel like when it's time to do, when you want to do something, is just to go do it. Like, just go yeah. do it. Even if you fall flat on your face, just go do it. The experience will help you do it better next time, you know? Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, and if you really, if you're meant to do it or it's, it's like your passion, then if you mess up, like, one time, it, it, shouldn't, it shouldn't put you off, you know? Exactly. So continuing to try it. So, I mean, we talked a little bit before about, you know, when people are just getting started, how... A lot of people will say, oh, you shouldn't even do that. You know, that's that's a waste of your time, kind of like the self-talk I was talking about. But when it comes from, like, the people that are close to you or, mm-hmm. like, people that are supposed to be supporting you, it's, like, it can be really hard. But how how would you recommend, like, pushing through that for someone that's just getting going, you know? I mean, you got to believe in yourself. That's what it is. I right. Mean, that's the thing. I'm going to be honest. I really feel like, the more you believe in yourself, the more the people will believe in you. Like, right. just, they just got to see it. They just got to keep seeing it. And keep, when I first started rapping, I feel like three years ago I started rapping, no one wanted to even <clears throat> act like I was a rapper. Today, yeah. I left from Power 105, and as I'm stepping out the building, some other mm. dude who wants to be a rapper sees me, and is like, yo, can I get your picture? Can I get a picture with you, man? Can I? And I'm wow. looking at him. <laughs> And, I, and, I'm, and I'm trying to keep my stuff together, but I'm looking at I'm thinking in my head, what the hell you want a picture with me for? <laughs> like, I'm nobody, bro. But it's well, like, I've not. been visualizing. Yeah. 
So I've been, yeah. like, visualizing myself as a rapper. I carry myself as a rapper. And now I'm starting to make rapper moves, and people are, like, really starting to respect me for it. And, like, they're really following behind me, like, and it's crazy to have, like, people that love your music and and love your, your dreams so much that they, they want to see it happen for you. Like, mm-hmm. it's, it's just crazy. It's just crazy. Yeah, like, music and art, that all that kind of thing is really mm-hmm. kind of, like, almost like a divine, like, uh, I can't think of the word. It's like you're, you're a tool being used by, like, a higher power almost. Like, it's almost out of your hands because you mm-hmm. affect people on such a deep level, and so many people, like, even if you're, like, you know, just getting started, you could have, like, 500 views on, that's 500 people. That's a lot of people, It might not seem like a lot of people to everybody, but it's really a lot of people. Well, once you start getting big and stuff, do you you feel like as you're, like, getting more and more successful or whatever that you feel, like, a sense of responsibility or, like, maybe, like, pressure to, to put forth, like, a good message, maybe? I mean, not like you, you have to start doing, like, conscious stuff or whatever, but I don't know. Um, stress you out? I look like this. My music is my music. Yeah. If people want a positive message from me, they need to look at my life. Like, yeah. I'm always doing charity, even <clears throat> though like, I haven't made millions of dollars yet. I still do charities. I still, um, once about once a month, sometimes twice a month, I try to go to the um food pantry and hand out food to those people in need. Um... Like, I think that's part of it too, though. Like putting forth, yeah. like you said, the positive energy is you can't. Yeah, I mean, like I have, to, yeah. I have some conscious music, but it's not really like heavy on my on my list of things to do. Like with with me, right. the music is literally it speaks to it speaks to me. Like I hear a beat, and that's what comes out based on what I heard in the beat. Like yeah. the songs, the songs practically write themselves. It's it's funny. Like, I'll get huh. a beat, and within a day, I already, I already got the song written. The song, I already knew what the song was going to be when I first heard the beat. I heard the beat once. I'm like, oh, okay. I listen to it again. Has I it always been like that? Like, um, have, have you always said that, or did it kind of develop itself? You know what? For this last three years, it's always been that way. Um, mm-hmm. I used to rap back when I was 16, and yeah. I can't remember if it was that way or not. And I'm an honest person, so I'm not going to tell you either way, so I don't, I don't really remember. But it right. feels like it's always been that way. It feels like it's always been that way. Yeah. Like, I hear you it in you. Yeah. Yeah. After yeah, just kind of like home that You ain't get the best. Here's the remix. Martin had a dream, the nation's still sleeping, the water not clean, the kids are not eating, Obama held it down, but now that he's leaving, who gon' step it up and battle these demons? Protest the riot, it seems like we losing, these generations, UEP Newton, hope we didn't die in that police shooting, that's how they trying to murder our movement, how they gon' claim that we are living free, you say he can't breathe, but they ignore his plea, then he died right there, choked on his knees, pull over no signal, die in custody, pray for Paris, but shoot men with hands up, you scared to vote, you scared to stand up, talking bands, Negroes need to band up, get a couple Companies, properties, land up. Are you a witness to when you demand love? They get mistreated and really demand blood. Kings and queens take formation and don't budge. We equal and now I'ma let God judge. Uh, we, we talked a little bit about, like, too, last time, like, uh, the age thing. Like, you were saying, oh, I'm so old, I'm 30, and I'm like, <laughs> you know. But yeah. as, like, a, as a rapper, we talked about, okay, Eminem's, like, in his late 40s. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, there's plenty of them. I mean, I think Kendrick is, like, maybe in his mid-30s. So there's there's been lots that that came up, you know, in their 30s, some maybe even in their mid 30s or later. But you felt like 
there was a sort of a bias against rappers that you're aging older, you know, well, just getting started. You no, know, it comes down to it comes down to who the target audience is. The target audience for rappers is uh, 14 to 24. That's like our target audience. I, I already did my research. Really? That's, that's, who okay, you, okay. that's who you're supposed to really make rap for. It's a little bit older nowadays because so many people in their 30s and even their 40s grew up with rap. That's helping right. it out. But right. even so, a lot of people in their 30s and 40s don't go to concerts of new rappers. They'll go to like a Jay Z concert. They'll go to Beyonce. Yeah. They'll, you know what I'm saying? But they won't. They won't pop out for like a little Uzi Vert concert. Like, like <laughs> right, right. I'm not, I'm not right. going there. So, <laughs> as, a, yeah. as a new rapper, you have to target 14 to like 24. Now, okay. when someone is 14 years old, the okay. last person they want to listen to is an adult. Like from, I would say anywhere from 14 to 20. No one yeah. wants to listen to an older person's advice. No one wants to listen Makes to that. Sense. Maybe sense. maybe a couple years older than them, but nothing more than that. Like, so I'm just saying, all right, I'm 30, but if I let it be known that I'm 30, it just makes it uh -huh. that much harder for me to get in. I had a okay. couple of managers that wanted to, like, manage me, and then they asked me, like, how old are you? And I'm like, oh, I just turned 30. And then it's kind of like, oh. Like, the uh -huh. excitement is out of their voice and everything, because in their head, they're like, oh, I gotta develop this dude better. All yeah, stuff. Or they're, they're, they're yeah. just thinking like dollar signs, right? They're it's, thinking it's dollar signs. All about and they're thinking, whatever. Yeah, they're thinking about he's an investment that I need to make happen right now. They get somebody when they're sixteen. They're thinking, yeah, I can start with him slow. One, they don't know as much as I know, and then two, mm. you have like four or five years of managing them before they start to lose whatever luster you think they have. So Yeah, yeah like they, they groom people. Like just like they rather you know, groom like, somebody like, than deal with somebody that's actually already polished. Because a lot of people said his manager was talking to me and he's like, Oh, you're a real polished artist. You know, I know I know yeah. young MA, so you know, he's like but he didn't know how old I was the whole time I was hanging with her. So now he asked me how old I am yeah. and it's like you can hear his whole voice change and I'm like, Okay, I right. <laughs> <laughs> like I right, well, I already see where this is going. Yeah, it's like, oh like if I I feel like if I said I'm twenty four It'd have been like, ah, yeah, yeah let's do this. But, yeah. yeah, I mean, you could say that. I think actually, yeah, uh, Nicki Minaj, I think, lied about her age a little bit, like in the Everybody beginning too. Lied about their age, like I can't. Or they I can't continue to. <laughs> little Wayne is older. Is that little? <laughs> yeah, he said he was baby, but he wasn't. There was a time when he was saying he was thirteen, and then you found out he was really eighteen. I thought he was like my age. You know what I'm saying? I thought he was uh -huh. exactly my age. I'm like, oh, me and Wayne are the same age. I remember this. I was like 15, and I'm thinking, me and Wayne are the same age. Come to find out yeah. he's a 20-year-old dude I'm looking at. <laughs> wow. You know? And I'm That's, saying this, I didn't he's know like that. 15. Yeah, he lied about his age for like a long time. A long time. Like, I think it was like when he hit like 25 or 30 or, or close to 30 is when you finally found out what his real age was. Because you can see, like, he's aged a lot since, since he first came out, which more than just, like, going through puberty and, and getting into his 20s, like, a lot. Mm -hmm. He looks old. Yeah. And, I, and, like, not like he looks terrible or something, but it's just, like, the yeah. normal, like... So yeah. I mean, I'm, looking, I'm Googling age, it right now. He's where he was supposed to be. Well, I don't want to get too much into Lil Wayne and, like, Birdman and all that. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it kind of, like, it made me think about... When I said grooming, I was thinking about how the whole, like, Hollywood in general, which encompasses, like, the record industry and YouTube and all that. But Hollywood will take these really, really, really young people 
I'm thinking like Haley Joel Osment, Macaulay Culkin, people that are like babies when they get into it. And they, then they keep trying to find out later there was all this like weird like sexual stuff going on and, and yeah. you know, that like mind control stuff and uh, mm-hmm. I'm not like an Illuminati person. <laughs> Get that off the table. I mean, like, do you see any of that? Like, kind of those more sinister side of things when you're, you know, yeah. getting bigger. I may have to. Which like, is why you know. people love to get themselves a young artist. They just right. love to get themselves a young artist because they're just easier to control all of that. It's just, it's just, it's right. just easier on them. You know, yeah. you can literally yeah. have a young artist and take every last dollar they make, and they'll never even notice. Because you keep them on right. private cleaning, you keep them with some also, jewelry. Also, legally, yeah, yeah, legally, they don't have any rights. You know, if their parents are in on it, you know, they're, they're just like mm-hmm. little clay balls that they can mold. But, and I believe some of it, I don't really believe in the Illuminati per se, but I feel like there is a lot of that kind of activity going on that we don't even know about, like regular people. You know, well, so. the Illuminati, I'm not going to call it fake, but... There's about a thousand different groups that call themselves the Illuminati, so I don't know which one right. is real. And then some of them, and I'm pretty sure between them, there's at least ten with actual power that might mm-hmm. be capable of doing Illuminati-type things. I think if they are really the Illuminati, they wouldn't call themselves that, or they wouldn't let it be known to anyone, you know? Um, that sounds yeah, I think whoever I think the real Illuminati is, they don't have a website. They, they, right. you know, they, they don't have, they don't have a Twitter. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Like little stuff like that. Like the real Illuminati is something that you probably get brought into, and if anyone ever finds out you're part of it, they probably kill you. That's probably what yeah, the real you Illuminati is. Bohe- you get taken out to Bohemian Grove and initiated in some weird, like, you know, naked yeah. human hunting ceremony. <laughs> yeah, it's like five men into the jungle, only one leaves, and he's part of the Illuminati. And the rest of you... <laughs> right. Or dead, <laughs> like, you know. And then you get, like, branded or something. <laughs> like, yeah. like, not, like, branded, yeah. like, the industry, you know? but, like, with, like, a, a cattle product. Yeah, like, they probably brand you on the inside of your, on the inside of your cheek. Like, where no yeah. one else can see it, but you know it's there for the rest of your life. Like, <laughs> so, Wayne, Wayne is 36, and so he's, and you're younger than me. So that's crazy. Tanya is 41. I think I knew that. Because Drake, I don't think Drake's 30. I think he's older than 31. Drake. I think Drake might be one of the few people that didn't lie about his age because just because he got into the entertainment industry so, so right. early, like, and he came in as an actor. As an actor, you don't really want to lie about your age because when you turn 18, oh. you want people to know you're 18 so you can do different types of roles. So I think yeah, Drake true. is probably actually 31. It just seems like well, he's been he, here forever. He <laughs> yeah. I, I have opinions about this, but what do, what do you think about Drake? And, like, maybe, like, like the whole Pusha C thing and the Kanye, I'm not Kanye, but like Kendrick thing with him. Like, what, what's your take what on that? I, I mean, he's a cheat code, man. Like, if I, like if I put a, him on a track, I'd be a millionaire by, by December. Like, I mean, he's a cheat code. It's just what it is. Look, 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 look at the kids. Um, I think it doesn't matter. I don't want to put you on the spot. No, I, write, I, write, I write all my own stuff. I refuse to let people write my stuff. But I don't think it matters. Being an artist is not about whether you can write your own stuff. That's about that. That's, that's being a lyricist. Like I, see, I look at a different but, performer, okay. lyricist, artist, rapper. Those are four different okay. categories to me. I get an older yeah. person, you know, I'm getting conflated rapper and lyricist. To me, they're the same thing, kind of, you know. <laughs> so, well, a lyricist, Papoose. Papoose is a great lyricist. Is Papoose a great rapper? No, not really. Because to be a rapper, you have to be like a, a combination of at least two of, two of the things. You have to be either a good artist. You know who's a great artist? 
Six nine is a great artist. Yes, you know why? Yes, because yes. doesn't nice matter what player. comes out of his mouth, he would make you money. Right. And that's 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 that's, that's the goal of being an artist. Can you make the people that invested in you money? That's that's, that's what's sad. <laughs> My feelings on Six Nine are like, you know, I don't have any feelings on him. I mean, I think he's like yeah. it looks kind of like the flavor of the moment, but I do I think he's skilled. I think he's got uh, something. He's got a quality to him. You know what I mean? Like when mm-hmm. his first, like when uh, Gummo came out, and there's a couple other songs of his that I actually like have on that group playlist for for the short group because they're good songs. I mean, I don't think he wrote them all. I don't think he has handed producing any of it, but they're like catchy as hell, and they like get you pumped up, you know. <laughs> and they're gonna like stay in the catalog of rap forever. Talking about like writing stuff and whether or not having like a ghostwriter or whatever is, you know, makes you a, a fake rapper or real whatever. Like there was a discussion in the group about Cardi B. Well, I don't know if you read it. I, I posted something about Cardi B and he started going off on her. Oh, she's fake. She's like the Illuminati like created her and her personality. And I was like, no, she's not. The Illuminati did same not person. create Cardi B. <laughs> no, she no, they did not. <laughs> I was like, I've like, been following her on Instagram for a minute. She's always had the same personality. She just Cardi hasn't always been a rapper. Like real talk. Exactly. Yeah, I, I knew I knew the clubs and all of that. I watched her really? grind. I watched her make all her money. I watched what she did with her money. I watched her get her body done. I watched her yeah. put money behind her own music to promote it. I watched right. her get her teeth fixed. I, I, me and her were in Texas uh, two years ago before she really, really blew up. And we were like, having a long talk on the Viceland bus. Cardi B is Cardi B. She's self-made. Yeah. She's completely self-made. Right. People might not like how she made herself. But she's completely right. self-made, and I respect the crap out of her for that. Yeah, and I want to touch back on that, like, the, the whole sexism thing in rap, too. But, like, she, she, he is, one of his arguments, this guy in the group, was that she didn't write her stuff. That there were so many, like, different producers and writers credited on her album. And I was like, well, if you take a look at any rapper's album and, and this, um, uh-huh. the the album notes, it'll show for each song. It's, like, usually at least yeah. a few different writers. If you have someone like Jake Cole or Kendrick or I was trying to think Nas, the writer is just one person. It's Kendrick yeah. Lamar. It's, most yeah, rappers, whatever. most rappers have some kind of writer somewhere. I just, with me, it's more, it might be a cocky thing. I really just yeah. think that I'm good enough that I don't need that. You know and I man? think too a lot of that, yeah, and totally. And I think that a lot of the time when you see multiple people listen on there, it's not that they all wrote, like, one person wrote a section, one person. I think they're all sitting, like, at a boardroom meeting. They're going over yeah. the song, and then someone says, well, what if you rhyme this with this? And that's, mm-hmm. they get, and they get a credit. And they get a credit. Yeah, yeah. And they get credit. So you can't really discount somebody for having other people input on your writing as a rapper, I don't think. But I think it also is, like, a pride thing or, like, pride in the work for people that don't use anybody, you know what I mean? Like, this is mine, I made it myself. That's it. And that's more old school. I've seen people where people get writer's credit just for saying, I think you changed the word to that. But you know what? Just yeah. that, so they say they want their writer's credit. Sometimes, a lot of times what I really think it is, is like two or three people came together with that hook. And then yep. Yep. the person did the, um, the lyrics. Because a lot of people that are really good realists, they, mm-hmm. lyricists, they don't write hooks. Back to the whole sexism thing because that was another argument he made. Oh, she, oh, great role model. She's she's a stripper. She's got you know blah blah blah. And now she's pregnant. When Cardi B came out, that she was pregnant. 
a lot of people came out of the woodwork to just, you know, go take shots at her just because she was a rapper, she was a former stripper, and she was pregnant. And you're, she's a bad mom and all this. Now, you see male rappers all the time that have multiple kids. With multiple multiple baby moms. Also, multiple, like, multiple moms. <laughs> okay, she's a strip. She got her money so she could do what she's doing now. Uh, half yeah. these rappers claim they used to sell drugs. How is that a better oh. role model than Cardi B right now? I don't. But I don't see, as a woman, yeah, as a woman, it's like you're you're more you're supposed to be. There, I could go off for hours about this whole like this whole societal. Norm a lot of it is perception. Because honestly, mm-hmm. I like obviously I rap now, so I'm in the strip clubs all the time. Most of the women uh-huh. there, they're getting their money. People are not grabbing them up and touching them all kind of weird way. They're not going home to see no. asking her. None of that. No. A lot of them get their money. Like, the couple of them that approach me is usually, hey, you're cool, you're a cool guy. How about we go out yeah. for a date after this? Like, they, they yeah. talk about real estate. And, and, and the funny thing is they don't even pay for a date. They're like, I just made a bunch of money. Look, how about I take you to dinner tonight and we get to know each other? Yeah, a lot of them are in school. Most of them, and I, I hate to say it, a lot of them are, like, in nursing school. So the yeah. things that you're denigrating right now, you're going to walk into a hospital one day, and they're going to be charged with taking care of you. So you need to shut up. Right. It's a job. It's a job. Absolutely. Well, and then you think, I mean, there's a double standard for sure, like any female rapper, like whether it's like MC White, Nicki Minaj, mm-hmm. uh, uh, Rhapsody. The, I feel like rap as a as a career or as what you do is more geared towards the female brain because women are better at using both sides of their brain when it comes to multitasking that is science <laughs> and like um, uh, and language you know so mm-hmm. technically when you think about those just those two things there's other things too but there's not a lot of women in the rap industry for multiple reasons but I really feel like women the way their their minds are set up would be it's actually in the women's favor at 